Have you ever wondered why it feels like sometimes you are drawn to craving and wanting your next drink after you've had one? Almost like it's out of your control? Well, stay tuned for today's episode because I am going to be sharing with you some facts around what's actually going on inside your brains to make you have that feeling and sensation. Welcome to Exit the Drinking Life podcast. I am thrilled that you're here. I'm your host, Debbie Talbert. I am here to teach you how to change what you're drinking without shaming, blaming, and judging yourself for your choices so that you can create a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Hey there, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast today. Today's episode is going to be slightly different than some of the other ones. I have hired a podcast team, and so there's going to be some changes that you're going to start to notice coming into and around the podcast. They're going to be awesome. And uh, one of them is, and I'm doing this and hired the team because I really want to be able to help as many people as I possibly can. It, with this and in the way that I'm able to help in the world, bring them to the space and the place of at least that 3% of it's possible for me concept. I don't know if you remember me talking about that in an episode. So that the people will have the hope and the at least it's possible for me, this I could make this change, right? And to ease up on the shaming and the blaming part that comes along with wanting to untangle this habit we have of over drinking alcohol, right? So this is why I've hired a team. And this is also why some of the changes are going to be coming up. And so this episode is one of those changes. I've realized that part of what has been helping my clients as I work with people and others that I have conversations about with this topic as I'm becoming active in the local chamber here is the actual awareness of what is actually taking place in our brains when we actually put the alcohol in it, right? Because this is not really the part that we have any awareness of unless you're someone that literally is actively going out and researching What's happening to my brain when I drink alcohol, right? And not a lot of people do that. We find ourselves in this knowing this is a behavior that we don't want to keep doing, yet we're struggling with figuring out how to make the change that we want to make, right? And so we have a lot of awareness around that, but we don't actually pause and take the time to figure out what's really going on inside our brains. So this episode is going to be an awareness tip. And it's so I'm going to start bringing in once a month, literal brain awareness tips and science around what's going on in your brains, your bodies or with the alcohol, so that you can have a little bit more of the science in it. And then the show notes will actually point you to the resources where I found this information, how I discovered this information, and the science behind what it is that I'm sharing with you, right? And so this concept here that we're going to go into this one is really all around 
first, we think that we drink and have a second or third or fourth one because we're actually liking it, right? The, like the flavor of it. That's really what I hear a lot from people is that part of it is I like what it tastes like. I actually like drinking, right? And so this concept here and this awareness is around some of the science around why we think that we actually like to drink, right? And so what's actually happening inside our brains have to do with dopamine and serotonin, right? And so those two chemicals inside our brains, the dopamine and the serotonin, they actually are what is inside our brain's pleasure center, right? So the reward pleasure center of our brains are imp is impacted with dopamine and serotonin. And so this is where the desire comes from and cravings comes from. And then the serotonin is the dopamine is that part. And then the serotonin is what's really that part that is responsible for that inhibition part that comes about, right? And so these two, the dopamine and the serotonin are what are hitting our pleasure centers, right? And so there is a very delicate balance really in a healthy brain between those two. However, what starts to happen when we decide and choose to add alcohol into the mix, right? It literally throws the brain off a of balance, right? And so when we're drinking the alcohol, then the brain is actually receiving lots of dopamine at one time. It literally gets what Dr. Amen would call a dopamine dump, right? And so the brain is getting this dopamine dump and for our brain to help offset that dopamine dump, right? It's really then working to balance the brain back out because we've given it this dump. And then this chemical is then secreted from our brains, right? And our system is working beautifully, right? And it's giving us this chemical called dynorphin, right? And so this dynorphin is literally a chemical downer. And so this is really what's going on in your brain is that we're giving our brain this dump of dopamine with the alcohol. And as the dump of dopamine is there and the brain is, the brain likes it. It's pleasure. It's hit the pleasure center of the brain, right? And so you'll notice for about the first 20 minutes or so, you really feel amazing, right? And you're getting that relief that you were seeking from why, like, right, the relief from the stress of a workday or the relief maybe of some social anxiety or you're out on a Friday, the goal is to have fun. And so you're getting that fun effect coming in, right? And it's all because the pleasure center of the brain is being hit and especially dumped upon with that extra dopamine. And so that is actually what's going on for about the first 20 minutes. And also behind the scenes, so to speak, if you can actually picture your brain working, right, with little hands doing some work, right? Anyway, it's really then the, the chemical and the downer of dynorphin is now starting to come into play after about 20 minutes. And so when that dynorphin actually starts to hit your system and in your brain and starts to take place, then the effect that you were initially feeling 
of the alcohol for that first 20 minutes, the effect of that is beginning to wear off. And this is also that point in that phase where you're starting to notice almost like this automatic, I got to have it out of my control kind of feeling going on. And it's because your brain wants that pleasure back, but it's also then now receiving the chemical of dynorphin, and that is the downer. And so then it's starting to have the reduced down impact on the brain. And what's really happening with the dynorphin is where you were emotionally when you walked into the bar or wherever it was, you picked up the drink, decided to have the drinks, where you were like at that stress point and that stress you were looking to relieve and it got relieved in the first initial 20 minutes. Then when the dynorphin hits, because it's literally a downer, you're, re- you're literally going emotionally, internally inside your brain and the way it's working, you're going down into a lower state than you were when you initially went in to have your first alcohol beverage and have that relief of the stress or the fun hit that you were seeking when you first decided that you wanted it, right? And so I and so what's really happening is the dynorphin is then hitting and then we go and we seek the next drink, right? And so our brain wants the next one, we order the next one. Where the brain is also seeking that same sort of kind of hit, right? And we're having the alcohol, but because now the dynorphin is in the body and it takes much longer for the dynorphin to leave our system than it does for the alcohol's effect to leave our system. As far as inside the dopamine and the brain and the pleasure center goes, then we aren't ever achieving that initial first 20 minute feeling again, really no matter how much of the alcohol that we consume. So you are literally, by consuming the alcohol, you are literally making yourself internally with the chemicals that are going on, feel farther down the emotional slope than when you actually entered and had the first drink. Isn't that awesome to know? I know for some of you, you're not, what, what, who says awesome? What do you mean awesome, right? But seriously, understanding, and this is why I'm sharing alcohol awareness tips in short, quick bites and episodes, is because the understanding of what's literally going on inside our brains will actually help you to know, oh, my brain is working perfectly. This is why I'm seeking more. Again, it's not a me problem. It is a truly awesome, beautifully functioning brain. And now that I know what's happening, I, with my beautiful functioning brain, get to make a choice. Do I actually want to continue that, right? And this is where the examining part of exit really comes in, right? And now that you have this awareness for many, many people, this awareness at least helps bring you to that state of, okay, it's possible for me to make this change. It's not really a flaw in me. And if I'm actually, when I decide to have my drink, right, and I'm entering the bar or wherever it is you're having the drink, I'm seeking relief, then let me ignite my curiosity around what else would give me relief because basically, scientifically, alcohol isn't actually going to do it. And alcohol is really going to bring me to a lower state than when I act- than before I actually started. 
right? And so this is why I'm sharing this tip with you today, because for some people, that tip is enough for them to start the tiny habits process and the tiny behavior changes of literally changing what it is that they choose to drink. All right, I'll be back between you guys' ears again next week. You guys have an awesome, awesome week, and I will see you guys again. Actually, we're not seeing, right? I will be between your earbuds again and be on the awareness and the alert for the changes coming about because of the team, because I'm going to be sharing with you habits to help you, and I'm calling them exe habits. The methodology is coming from my tiny habit certification training. So be on the lookout for that. And if you really want to be in the know and the first to know when those start to come out, and I'm really going to be, I'm designing them and creating them around the top five reasons why people say and have learned that people turn to alcohol. So you're really going to get some tiny behaviors you can start implementing to help you with those top five reasons as to why you are seeking the drink in the first place so that you can start to baby step your way out of always consistently choosing alcohol and start choosing something else to drink. And the way to get on the notification list is to just head over to jumpseatcoaching.com and then opt in for the Wednesday email. And I will be notifying the people on that particular email and everyone actually on my email list when these start to come out. All right, you guys have an awesome week. I want you to know that I have been exactly where you are right now. Stuck, feeling trapped in this drinking life. Worried I would never be able to find my way out. I am here to tell you it is 100% possible. If I can do this, you can do this. If you want to take what you've been learning here on the podcast to the next level, head over to jumpseatcoaching.com because I have created a variety of resources for you over there.